Hi, welcome to the show Be Convinced, where I share life-changing stories of hope with you so that you can get a big dose of hope in just 30 minutes. I'm your host, Soraya Diasi-Kofeld. I'm an Ivy League-educated lawyer, former judge, small business owner, children's author, wife, and mother, who is passionate about helping to improve your life and convincing you that there is indeed hope for a better future for ourselves and our children. Because of my diverse education and life experiences, I'm able to bring to you a wide variety of guests, from children to millennials to senior citizens, all of whom share their heartfelt, life-changing stories of hope to inspire and motivate you. Each story is told by ordinary people just like you and me who went through different challenges in their lives and have been able to overcome them. Mother Teresa once said that one person alone cannot change the world, but one person can cast a stone across the water to create many ripples. I would like my podcast to do just that, create many ripples through many lives, including yours, as we hope for and achieve better. This is episode number 70. What do you do after you suffer a heart attack? You have two choices, change your lifestyle or continue as is. My guest and keynote and motivational speaker, Phil Barth, chose the former and shares how he changed his diet, started exercising more, and decided to control stress. Importantly, he began celebrating each day the great things that happened from the extraordinary to the ordinary. He inspires us with all that he has discovered in celebrating life, and you can too. He also tells us about his book titled, Great Things Happen Every Day, Finding Joy with Family, Friends, and Banana Milkshakes. Please stay tuned. My passion has always been to spread the love of books and promote the importance of literacy in a child's life. My passion inspired me to write a series of five faith-based children's books about our favorite holidays from a Christian's perspective, Easter, Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. My books are filled with colorful illustrations and lots of humor because children love to laugh. All proceeds from book sales go to the nonprofit foundation as the Stars of the Sky Foundation to help promote literacy. To purchase my books, please visit asastarsofthesky.org or your favorite online bookseller. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us again on another edition of Be Convinced, where we're sharing another wonderful, life-changing story of hope. And the guest is Phil Barth. We'll be talking with Phil. But first of all, I like to start with a quote, as I always do on every show, that applies to what we'll be talking about with Phil. And the quote is by the great American thinker and philosopher, William James. It is the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. So welcome, Phil. We're going to be talking a lot about stress reduction and humor. So I'm so glad to have you as a guest. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So tell us, Phil, you had a major incident that occurred in your life in 2015, and we're going to be talking about that. But before that, tell us a bit about your background. So I live in Ohio and I have spent my entire life here. I grew up in Northern Ohio and I know you're in St. Thomas, so we have completely different weather right now. Yes. (laughs) 
But I grew up and took a job in the IT industry. And this gets to a little bit of stress because there's always deadlines and the program has to be done and the program's not working. And early in my career, you wear this beeper because if something goes wrong in the middle of the night, we still have to pay people or, or whatever the problem might be. It needs to be solved. Get up, get in here and do it. So there was this constant stress. And and in reality, I thought I thought I enjoyed it. But in the moment, maybe I did, but you never think about what that's doing to your body. So true. And so it, that got us to the major life event, which was in 2015. As you mentioned, I had had some health issues for three or four months. And at some point, in that time, I ran into a friend of mine. I said, well, Tom, how you doing? He's about my age and you know, early 50s. And he said, well, I had a heart attack recently. And I thought, well, that shouldn't happen to people like us. We're fairly active, maybe a few pounds overweight, early 50s. What gives? And so he told me all the things that he went through and all the symptoms. And in August of 2015, I was at scout camp with my youngest son. And I started checking off, you know what? Tom told me he went through this before his heart attack. And, and Tom told me he went through that. Oh my and I didn't, want, I didn't want to think about it. I, I yes. didn't want it to happen because the next week I was going to Las Vegas for a speaking gig. And the week after that, we were having a management meeting on the beach in South Carolina. So I was like, okay, eventually I'll go to the doctor. Well, that Thursday, I went to the emergency room and yes. I had a heart attack. It yes. And I believe the doctor said it was a small heart attack. <laughs> exactly. He said, yeah, it was a small heart attack. And I'm thinking, boy, I'd hate to have a medium heart attack. They've got this scale that they rated on. And I was, I was small, but small still meant I had to have two stents and almost a year until I was completely recovered, go through therapy. And I'll admit, Right afterwards, I was upset because, oh, I lost my trip to Las Vegas, my meeting on the beach, all these things. Why did it happen to me? Poor me. I listened to Zig Ziglar a lot, and he talks about oh, poor yeah. disease. Poor little old me. And I went through that, and it took a while to come out the other end, where I realized I've got a choice in how I react to this. And that's where significant life-changing events happen, stress management happen, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So tell us about your journey to stress management, because you did a lot and the role of your Christian faith in that yes. journey. Yeah, absolutely. I am a Christian and my wife, who's also a Christian, helped a lot through the process. I don't know where I'd be without her, honestly. But what happened was before all of the recovery, I, I went back to something the heart surgeon said. He looked at me after the surgery the next day and he said, look, you need to manage your stress. It's just not worth it. And I was expecting to hear something about, oh, exercise more, cut out bad fats in your diet, lower your salt. It wasn't that. It was you need to manage your stress. And he said, I want you to promise me that you're going to take a week off every three months. Just unplug. I want you to promise that. And my wife was right there. So I, yes. when I promised, I knew I was, I was committing to it. She was writing it down. Phil will take a week off. Yes. <laughs> what, what happened was there was about three or four months of recovery and we had the Christmas holiday. So there was a week off right there. And then March of the next year, my wife said, okay, it's been three months. We need to take some time off. And I said, all right. And we took our son to the art museum one day. And at the end of the day, 
I got on Facebook and I just wrote, hey, here were the great things that happened today. And just an appreciation for just a trip to the art museum and having lunch with my wife and son and all of those little things. And I felt better. So the next day, I think we went to the zoo the next day and same deal. You know, we saw some baby animals and I listed it and I started listing it every day. Here were the great things that either happened on that day or frequently now what I do is in the morning. Here were the great things that happened yesterday. And it just, the small little bit of gratitude, and by doing it in the morning, it starts my day off grateful, reflecting on all the things that were great the day before. And that puts me in the right, appreciative, grateful mindset. When you start the day like that, you will manage your stress and you will have more days that wind up on the positive side of the ledger, a lot more. Yes. And it also follows along with the quote that I talked about William James is the choosing one thought over another. So you wake up in the morning and you choose, intentionally choose to think good thoughts because there's so much bad news out there and there's so many bad thoughts that we can think. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I love that quote because it is, it's you choose one thought over the other. So you can choose a negative start to your day, negative thoughts, or you can choose positive thoughts. There was a study done by a couple of psychologists from Harvard, Michelle Galeen and Sean Aker are their names. And if you ever get a chance to see Sean Aker's TED Talk, he's just, he's hilarious. And he talks about your positive mindset and what it can do for you. But what their study was, was they divided their group, the group of study participants into two groups. The one group was given three minutes of bad news to start the day. And it's just negative. It, it wasn't necessarily, okay, you like this person, so I'm going to give you bad news about this person. It was just the normal negative news I'm going to hit you with. The other group was given three minutes of solution-focused news. So not all unicorns, rainbows, and woohoo. It was just solution-focused and therefore not bad news. Eight hours later, they asked the participants, how was your day? And the ones who started with just three minutes of bad news at the start of the day were 27% more likely to report they had a bad day. And so it's, it's that William James quote, you choose the good thought and all of a sudden your odds for having a good day went dramatically higher. And I believe the more often you choose it, the odds keep improving. And what role does humor play in stress management? It plays a huge role. I've learned not to take myself too seriously. If you start taking yourself seriously, oh, I screwed that up. And we all beat ourselves up, right? But if if you can just step back and look at it and say, okay, that was just silly. What I did there was actually funny. And if I were watching a TV show and the character did what I just did, well, then that I can completely see where I'd be laughing about that. Yes. Yes. And and the story I tell, and I actually, I actually use this example. As we mentioned, we both have the Christian faith. I was speaking at my church and I talked about the importance of taking a Sabbath and the importance of resting and relaxing. And the story is I was in my home office where I'm at right now. I was waiting for a phone call from the doctor about a coverage question. It was the accounting group from the doctor. So I was waiting all day. Well, I needed to go up and get a cup of coffee. My Office is in the basement. The coffee is upstairs. So I went upstairs and just in that moment, I left my phone downstairs, by the way, my cell phone. In that moment, my watch gave me a phone notification and I'm not good with using my watch for a phone, but I knew it was the doctor. So I answered on my watch and I hit the watch 
and I'm talking on my watch and apologizing to this lady on the other end. And she couldn't have been any nicer. She just could not have been any nicer. And so when I came back in, I was actually out of the house for a second. When I came back in, I could hear my Bluetooth speaker was just cranked up as loud as it would go because I had music on my phone. And what had happened was when I hit my watch to answer the phone, I had turned the Bluetooth speaker all the way up as loud as it would go. And so it was 80s music and it was blaring and the song was relaxed by Frankie <laughs> Goes to Hollywood. And, and I'm apologizing later. I'm like, this is going to be loud. I'm so sorry. I, and I come downstairs and I, I turn off the Bluetooth speaker and I get the phone and, and I just, the whole time I'm talking to her, she just says like, don't worry, Mr. Barth, you're fine. Relax. And just like the song. And what happened was I'm telling her the coverage issue and all of a sudden she goes, no, stop, stop. And I thought, oh, I finally said something that irritated this woman. What had happened was she was also in her home office and she had, she said, no, no, it's not you, sir. We have a two-year-old that we're trying to potty train. Uh And he just walked into the office and he saw a bucket and he started using it as a potty. And we just busted out laughing. And, And I thought, you know, number one. How silly was it of me to get all upset at myself over an accident? And number two, you know, she put herself in my shoes. And then two minutes later, there we are laughing about just this silly little thing. And we both had a great laugh. We got the problem solved. And both of our stresses probably went way down. So true. So true. Yes. And you wrote a book that has a humorous title. It is great things happen every day, finding joy with family, friends, and banana milkshakes. And this was released, I believe, in 2019. Yes. So tell us why you wrote the book. Okay. So my wife said, you've done so much with this because what, 2019, I've had what, three or four years of putting daily posts on social media. She said, you need to write a book. And when I looked out on Amazon, if you look out on Amazon on stress management, half the covers out there are people tearing their hair out or the kind of cover that makes you think, my goodness, this book is going to stress me out just by looking at the cover. So <laughs> I said, okay, I'm going to write about the journey and what I've learned. And so it took those daily posts and it said, okay, we organized them into groups. And some of them were about humor and some of them were about a trip we took to Chicago and some of them were the annual family vacation. And it's what we learned from that. And the reason the title is Friends, Family, and Banana Milkshakes is one of the things we've learned is appreciating the little things makes a huge difference. And a banana milkshake is just such a little thing. You take either a frozen banana or a ripe banana, throw it in with ice cream and milk, put it in a blender, and there it is. And when we do it, we all have a milkshake and we watch TV. And, and sometimes my son's like chocolate milkshakes or, or whatever their flavor is. That's fine. But yes. we all make this little homemade milkshake and we share some time together. It takes 15 minutes to make the things. Yes. And then you can spend family time. And, yes. and so it's kind of silly, but it's not. because And one of the things I say in the book is great things don't have to be great big things. So true. It's, Appreciating that little moment in life is so key. So it's almost a journal that you wrote, but these are Facebook posts that you made. Yes. 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 
And then the book is putting them all together and saying, okay, you know, here's the story of our family vacation and talking about what we do and, and why it's great and what we've learned. And then, yes. and then there's a whole series of dad jokes, just silly jokes that I happened to tell my sons and recorded them on Facebook somewhere. So listed all the silly little dad jokes because it's just some silly pun and they may laugh, they may roll their eyes, but we have fun with it. Do you still post on Facebook? Every day. Yes. How can the listening audience find out more about you on Facebook? I am philbarth.7 on Facebook. Hit me up with a friend request. There is also Phil Barth Speaks. I'm starting to develop that as a commercial page on Facebook where I copy some of the great things. But by all means, hit me up with a friend request, philbarth.7. I know we're friends on Facebook and every day you can you can find out what's great in my life. What I encourage people to do is don't just read mine, do your own. Yes. And, and get that difference in your life. Yes. Yes. And you have a really good way to lead a person to gratitude. It's called ABCD. Yes. Tell us about that. So this is how I start my day. And, and actually, It's easy to remember alphabetically, but it probably starts in reverse order. But here's what they are. So A, I actually have two A's. It's affirmations. So this is what I'm about. And it can be, I've got any number of affirmations that I like to say. Some of them come from Zig Ziglar, other famous quotes. The other one is actions. I end the day with action, okay? So it's like the movie, right? I am now ready. I am grateful. Time, action. Let's go out and win the day, all right? B is, for me, it's the Bible. I read the Bible every morning. I have reading plans. Love the book of Proverbs. I don't care what your faith is. Proverbs is just good advice for life. Yes. Don't waste money. That's, I mean, how are you going to argue that one? All right. So B is the Bible. C is the cup of coffee. Yes. (laughs) Because, Because my cardiologist said you can have one, maybe two cups of coffee a day. That's it. So when you're going to have one, you really sit there and savor it and enjoy it and enjoy the smell and it puts you in a grateful mindset. And then D is dogs. We have three dogs and I've started to tell people, you know what? You need to be your dog because when I wake up in the morning, that dog is thrilled to see me. I have missed you. I love you. I am so happy. You're happy with whatever you have. Our dog has this nasty blanket with holes in it. He loves it. You eat dog food and you think it's wonderful. My son and I once, my oldest son and I once on a dare, tried a little bite of a dog treat. They're nasty, but dogs, (laughs) everything is awesome. Yes. Yes. You just love everything. And, and you wag your tail to show other people you're friendly. So be a dog. So I start with that. I start with affirmations and actions, the Bible, coffee, and my dogs. And then when you add all four of them up, you come up with G, which is gratitude. Yes. And you know I'm, I'm grateful for that cup of coffee. I'm grateful that I can sit and read the Bible for a few minutes. I am grateful for how much my dogs love me. And I start out the day grateful. And you're going to win, not all of the days. Nobody ever said that every day is going to be 100% sunshine. Again, Zig Ziglar, all sun and no rain makes for a desert. But there are a lot of days it could go either way. And when you start out grateful and you start out with that ABCD, you are going to win those days. When you refer to action, what are you talking about specifically? I've got the list You know, at the highest level. I've got the list of here is who I am, why God put me on this earth, what I want to do. And then there are roles underneath that. There are the roles of a computer IT employee. There are the roles of a husband, a father, et cetera. And then 
down there below that, there are goals of things I want to do to make this world a better place. Things I control that I can make the world a better place. And underneath that are the actions. What is the very next thing I can do to make my wife happy? What is the very next thing I can do to help somebody who's upset? Or, you know, I want to write another book. What is the very next thing I can do? And that's the list of the actions for the day. Yes, yes. And that is really great because if your mind is attuned towards actions, then you're going to act rather than take a nap and spend your time watching TV or on social media. (laughs) No, naps are good. Naps are good. (laughs) I was going to say, sometimes a nap is a great thing, but... But in general, you want to take action. Yes, yes. And then with the affirmations, you get them from people like Zig Ziglar. And how do you deal with the affirmations? I just say them or read them. Zig Ziglar said, you need to read these out loud while looking at the mirror twice a day. I don't go that far. I'll be honest. I I don't want to wake everybody else up if I'm the first one, but I, I may. I read his affirmations. Sometimes it's reading something out of the Bible. I have a PowerPoint that I sometimes go through, and one of them is a picture of my wife and I standing on the top of Klingman's Dome, which is a mountain in Tennessee in the yes. in the park there. And the background is the, the sky, and it's kind of icy in the background. And then there's a scripture over top of it, and I, I'm flaking on the – it's 1 Corinthians, and it says, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Yes, And, you know, whether you're working, whether you're talking with your family, whether you and I are talking, whatever it is, if you're thinking, I'm doing this for the glory of God, you are going to do your best. Yes, that's so beautifully said. Definitely. Definitely. And then, as you mentioned with the Bible, you like to read in Proverbs. So do you set aside a specific time in the morning to read? Yes. First thing, after I feed the dogs. Okay. (laughs) You can sit there and tell the dogs, you just wait until I'm done reading. They don't like that. No, no, they don't. And I'm a dog owner too. No, they don't like that. (laughs) They tell you when they're ready to eat. Exactly. I get up, I let them out, I get their food, start the coffee, bring them back in, feed them, let them out again, pour the coffee. And I've got a Bible on my iPad. And so I just sit down, cup of coffee, and it's got reading plans. Just Super simple. Yeah, yes, You just make things as easy as you can, and then it happens. And it's all very intentional. Very, very intentional. Because you could do other things, like you said, as you did before. You could read bad news. You could be stressing out about things at work. But you make this very intentional. And I think that's what you're conveying to the listening audience. This is all intentional work that we need to do to combat stress. Yes. It's intentional, and it doesn't take that long in the morning. Yes, you know, that's right. 10 minutes, maybe. And yes, and you make up for that in productivity and happiness and every other possible way through the rest of the day. Yes. And you also came up with what you call seven S's of successful stress management. Do you incorporate in that the ABCDs that you had just talked about, or are these different? No, they are incorporated. So one of the S's is start your day off right. Yes. And that's the ABCD right there. One of them is, I call it seeking the green. So if you close your eyes for 10 seconds and you think about the color green, and then you open it up, your eye is immediately going to be pulled to something that's green. Yeah. And the longer you think about it, the longer you put that in your mind, a color, a thought, whatever, your mind will feed it back to you. 
So, and I love the color red, but you know, we contrast red versus green. So if, if green is the positive and that's what you're looking for, then your mind won't fill you with all the red. Yes, if red true. is negative, like I said, yes. I got a red car. I, I love red, yes, but, yes. but for the sake of this illustration, you put the good in your head and then your brain starts feeding it to you. And when I did that after the heart attack and I stopped looking for the poor me, why am I blah, 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 and all the negative and fed with the positive, then your brain's like, this is what you want. Let me get you some more. And it just, yes. so it's seeking the green and stopping the red. Yes. Yes. And where could they find someone in the listening audience, find your seven S's for successful stress management? It's going to be a book. It's not that oh, yet. Okay. It's, it's in process, <laughs> but I will tell you that philbarthbooks.com. It takes you right to my Amazon author page. So as soon as it's out there, it'll be right there. It's just a quick redirect, philbarthbooks.com. That also gets you to the Great Things Happen book. Yes. And then where else could they find you on social media? Are you also on LinkedIn and on YouTube? Yes and yes. So YouTube is Philbarth Speaks, at Philbarth Speaks. And LinkedIn, I think is just Phil. You might have to say Philbarth Cincinnati. I don't remember the the exact link, but... Yes. I don't there aren't that many Phil Barths on LinkedIn. So Yes. Well, we'll provide it when this podcast goes up on my website. Awesome. So, yes, the listening audience will be able to get all your social media links there. So, Phil, you've really gone through an amazing journey and it is right now what, 7 years since your heart attack, almost 7 years. Right. So, what would you like to say as we close out the podcast to the listening audience? Do you have some final thoughts? Look for what is good in your life. Write it down. Put it on social media if that's where you're at. Share it with others. Just a quick blurb. Hey, here's something I'm grateful for. Here's something that's really good. Don't look for the big unbelievable thing that you think you can't do. Just find something small. You know, we're not all going to climb Mount Everest but we're all going to have little great things in our life that just bring us joy and spread the joy. There's enough people out there spreading bad news and, and mean posts on social media. So there's less competition for the great happy posts and go ahead and do that one. You'll feel better. Yes. And be very intentional. I think as I walk very. away from this podcast with you is how important our actions are and being very intentional. So your book again is great things happen every day, finding joy with family, friends and banana milkshakes. And you said it's on Amazon, of mm -hmm. course, and then they can find you on Facebook at philbarth.7. Well, thank yes. you so much, Phil. It's been wonderful having you as a guest and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for having me and thank you for what you do. Thank you for joining me on my show, Be Convinced, as we share with you life-changing stories of hope. Please visit my Facebook page, Be Convinced VI, and like and follow me. I post weekly about upcoming radio shows and podcasts. Please also visit my website at sorayadiasikofelt.com, where you will be able to read more about me and access my podcasts, which are all designed to give you a big dose of hope in just 30 minutes. Let's contemplate on what the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said. Use me, God. Show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do, and use it for a greater purpose than myself. Mm -hmm.